0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I've personally never tried therapy, but I've heard from friends it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Waypoint to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Waypoint.
1: Trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at PowderHook.com. That's Powderhook com we know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on lake erie
2: all right so it's fall there's a lot to love about the fall deer one being deer deer hunting second do being, i still smell like deer pee i didn't pick up the I did, scent i did but shower, I didn't get too but it, close yeah. I shower but it's quick and uh i i like, got almost done i was like yep, yeah definitely still deer still pee. It, it doesn't matter you get
0: back in your car it's gonna be oh, there for sure
2: so the other part is thanksgiving yeah and everybody knows the star of the show after dumplings at my house is the turkey. I thought you were saying dump. I'm like, <laughs> no. that's usually like a late Thursday night, early Friday morning thing. But thanks for sharing. But yes, the dumplings dumplings, the dumplings and, are my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> but but the turkey. The turkey. Turkey's always the star of the show. And it's also one of the things I feel like people are intimidated to do. Yeah. So you've got a killer recipe and a killer way to cook a turkey. Why don't you tell us about smoking smoking I, your Spanish cock turkey? My my credentials here are that I've been eating turkey a long time. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> really, that's it. So if you're wondering like who is this guy, if you're not familiar with us, and uh, you're not sure what what uh, is this guy famous? Is he a chef? None of the above. But I've eaten turkey a long time. I've had traditional turkey. I've had it from my mom who. Probably cooks it somehow more southern from where we are. I've had it from Mary, uh, Mary Margaret's family, my wife, uh, who, um, used stuffing. It's like a little bit more, uh, it's different. I've had air fried turkeys. I've had the deep fried turkeys. I've had smoked turkeys none of actually i've had smoked turkeys on a wet brine i've had smoked turkeys on a dry brine i've had the smoked turkey legs i've had it all you sound like forest Gump. i know uh, <laughs> going I, I'm, a, I'm a connoisseur that's what i'm saying um I, I do love turkey i love cooking wild turkey and for this really we're, we're mostly talking domestic turkey you can do this uh you know we're just just in the spirit of thanksgiving you can do this with a wild turkey too i'm going to tell you my favorite way of every way that i've cooked a turkey i had to do it i've got my recipe pulled up here to make sure i don't forget anything we're gonna put this in i i didn't create this out of thin air i've kind of brought together a couple different things that i've learned over the years um it started with somebody else's recipe who i don't even remember and i've done it enough iterations to this is what i like I've, i've landed on this being uh my method and so um I will say if uh if you this is a 3-day process and if you don't have 3 days or you you're like panicking it's okay you could do the you can compress this down to 24 hours it's still going to be awesome However, we're going to try to get this video out in time that people have time and uh it's easy. It's actually not hard for what I'm going to tell you to do. So, um, you know, I get intimidated by the the oven turkeys mm-hmm. to me because they're you, you end up cramming a bunch of stuff in the cavity. Uh everybody's got some kind of stuff and recipe they like, the family stuff and and it ends up um Those don't cook evenly because that cavity is crammed full of of food and the air, there's no convection in the bird. So what I'm going to show you and tell you what I do um, completely eliminates stuffing. So that may be a deal breaker for some people, but the cook it in a pan, just, yeah, you can do most, the best stuffing I've had is usually not cooked uh, directly in the, in the bird, in my opinion. And again, your bird will be better because it's going to cook more evenly without it. So the the next level of not just not having stuffing, though, is spatchcocking. I don't think you knew what this was in like five minutes ago. I don't you, right? even know how to spell it. Okay. So. okay. Well, I, we, School me. Yeah. So the spatchcocking is where you flip the bird on its belly. And you can take like some heavy duty scissors and do this. You can do it with a knife. Um, I will say this is like semi dangerous if you're not careful. (laughs) So be careful. But those bones along the back are thin. Uh, But the bigger the turkey, the more you're dealing with. But you're going to cut like just find one side of the spine and go for it. You know, you're just going to pick one side of the other and you're going to cut up right up the back and you ever have like really good rotisserie chicken that's a half chicken oh yeah so so you know how like you're gonna have it's the same process you're just not gonna go all the way through to the breast so we're just gonna cut the back right up the spine okay so now you want that bird to kind of break open a little bit to where you can lay it flat when you cook it flat like that that's called spatchcocking what this does, it's the total opposite of stuffing a turkey with stuffing. And now there's no convection. Now, you know, the thing you run into a Turkey and I think this is even why some people don't like dark meat is because a lot of times the traditional turkeys, that dark meat that's like down there in the, the thigh is the last to cook. And sometimes it's, it's a little, almost undercooked. It's a little, um, it's like juicy and red looking and it can, it can be like, it seems like it wasn't finished and it, May not have been (laughs) because, you know, mom might not have a thermometer to the leg, but with this process, everything cooks wonderfully. Even, uh, you still want to monitor your, you know, the ends of the Turkey to make sure they're not burning or anything, depending on your smoker and how indirect you can go on a giant flayed out Turkey. That's the other thing that can be tricky. But if I can do this on a medium sized, big green egg, anybody can probably figure out a way to do this. So we're going to, we're going to spatchcock the Turkey and that's step one. And now step two is the dry brine. And this was game changer for me because, uh, what is like the most common thing that people do to turkeys that they shouldn't do over dry them, overcook it because yeah. they're afraid it's poultry. You're, you're thinking it's like, Oh, I'm going to get sick. It's not like steak where you can kind of like, you know, you know, if it's a little undercooked, you're liking, you're not going to die. People freak out about turkeys and chickens and they overcook them. So the, uh, there's literally nothing worse. You know, I mean, it's probably like why we serve gravy at Thanksgiving is to make up for the fact that we don't know how to cook <laughs> our birds. the moisture back in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, you know, the, the, the thing you can do is yeah, obviously not overcook it, but you can also dry brine it and that's going to, uh, involve a lot of salt. So the salt's going to seal up those pores and keep a lot of those juices inside the bird. So I like to use um, a little. I have here originally, and I remember this because every year uh, I have like again. This is like an evolving recipe. Uh, depending on the size of the bird, I have used up to six tablespoons of sea salt. That's too much for most birds. If you're doing like a big honkin' turkey, maybe. But you're going to mix. Uh, this is the ratio though: six tablespoons of sea salt to two tablespoons of baking powder. And again, if you get small, much smaller, you can cut it in half the thing i've learned you're spreading it evenly and then don't have like clumps of salt you want to dust off whatever's left and then put it in the in whatever you can get it into back into the fridge and you want to let it sit like 24 hours is okay 48 hours now we're talking 72 hours awesome like the 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 sitting and uh you know getting that salt into the pores and keeping that juice locked in is great so and this is 48 hours after the turkey has
0: thawed, yeah, then you start for
2: sure. Food. Don't do this. When, uh, you never want to cook anything that's still got any hint of frozen uh, to it. So just make sure you, I, you know, something like if I had a big turkey, I thawed out a week ahead of time for sure. Uh, you know, if I'm smoking a big pork butt, I'll thaw it out at least a week. A week is cutting it close, to be honest with you, because what will happen if I've done this on pork butts, if you still have a frozen center, Oh, dude, it's like you can tell at the end you'll hit 180 it'll go up to 185 and then it'll come back down to 183. And it's because that ice block was way behind. Mm -hmm. And it's as it's thawing and releasing cold water up into your meat. You're just like you end up with a big chunk of meat in this inside that it's cooked, but it's not breaking down. It's the same thing will happen to your turkey. So you you definitely want to make sure it's thawed out. So. All right. Fast forward three days, uh, I have this rub that I've played with. So um, we'll we'll do the rub. Uh, It's going to be three tablespoons of dark brown sugar, one and a half tablespoons of salt. Uh, Again, depending on how much salt you did, you can pull that back. I've done this without even using any more salt. Uh, It's kind of to taste. So two tablespoons of black pepper, two uh, or two teaspoons of black pepper, two teaspoons of thyme, two teaspoons of rosemary, two teaspoons of garlic. Awesome, awesome combo. I can't like it is it is uh traditional in taste it's not it's not like some kind of crazy barbecue flavor so it's you know you can see with the thyme and the rosemary and the garlic you're getting a nice traditional taste um hands down that that combo outperforms any rub i've i've used personally on turkey i will say uh i'm gonna give my boy casey at tactical a shout out if you're already like dude this is way too much work Casey has the... I've used his uh, wet turkey brine kit. So you're going to put that in a bucket. It goes in a bag and then you can put it in a bucket and cool it and it's a wet brine. It's awesome. Like it's the second best turkey I've ever made nice. <laughs> is using a wet brine. So if, if you're like overwhelmed with this, we'll put a link to the, I think they still sell those, the tactical calorie turkey brine kit though, it comes with everything you need. So that part is, um, you know, you, you can go that direction and it's a pretty comparable mix too. It's a lot of the same spices. So, um, so that's my rub. You're going to rub your Turkey. You can rub it on a little bit early if you want to, and you know, have it sit for 12 hours or something like that. Uh, I use an apple wood and I think, It's important to call out here because a lot of people are like wood is wood. It is not like Mm -hmm. mesquite is not good for smoking something like this. It's going to have a really harsh taste to it. Uh, Mesquite's really good for cooking hot and fast, in my opinion. I don't like to smoke with it. Uh, You know, if you use an oak or an hickory, uh, yeah, those are nice flavors. But for me, and again, this is Brad's recommendation for best bird ever. I like the applewood because it's subtle. It's got a little bit of fruity hint to it. Um, You know, you're you're not going to be overwhelmed with it though, Uh, and it's not like super. Sweet. Um, I think it's the perfect smoking wood. It is what I use nine times out of ten. So I like to use the apple wood with this. You're going to smoke it indirect. Uh, you know, I like to put a little bit of water in there um un- under the pan, just like an inch of water uh in a pan under the bird. So if you're doing this on like an egg or a traditional smoker, um, you know, you can just get a pan of water in there to keep a little bit of moisture uh in in the air. So then the um the thing I'm gonna tell people is you want to monitor this about every half hour to make sure the wings aren't burning. And if they start to burn, you're going to put foil over the wings. That keeps that'll keep them from charring up. Uh, you know, no, nobody like, like some people are really into the wings, but if you. Burn through those, you know, kinda of sucks to have this presentation of a bird and it's like, you know, <laughs> on the outside. So um It's the, a wingless turkey. I think yeah, that's a dodo. It's like whoop whoop uh this turkey didn't have any wings. It's domestic, they don't fly. <laughs> <laughs> um so monitor it every thirty minutes. Uh and and then the thing is I um I put probes in the breast and the thighs And I do this for all the reasons I mentioned Earlier one's going to get there first But you want to make sure they both get done And uh, you know depending on your Smoker setup it could be one or the other but make sure They both get to 165 um, As the bird rests I like to mix Together half a cup of juice uh, From below the turkey in that drip pan And then two tablespoons of butter Two tablespoons of uh, honey And I will baste the whole thing As it's resting two times this is like Money this is the, the like hot tip of the day here, uh, baste it with those juices and I'll do that a few times and when those juices stop flowing from the turkey, so you know you got your puncture hole when they stop running out of there you're you're now ready to slice the turkey. If you don't listen to me and you slice your turkey before, you're gonna be back to the dried out turkey. Go find the gravy because we're gonna we ruined it. Right? It's going yeah. uh, I think Hank Shaw said it. He's like, if you think about all the cells or whatever when you cook, he's like they're moving around like this, like crazy. So they're looking for somewhere to go. If you cut, they're going. They're gonna go. But it was it slows down and everything kind of resettles. The moisture is not going to pour out of there like it like it will after the probes in there so uh that's it man that's my magic and we're gonna put this in here i'll have uh, the full full instructions like there's a couple other things noted in here uh one, one thing i'll mention real quick is always remove anything you're smoking from the fridge at least 30 to 45 minutes ahead of time, maybe an hour, because if you don't and you throw that on the smoker, uh, I think it's the tannins from the smoke adhere to it. And you ever get a barbecue and get a bitter taste in your mouth? Yep. That's what's from. It's because somebody put cold meat or they had a bad smoke. So you're supposed to let smoke get to where it's white or almost blue. Uh, if you got green smoke barreling off your smoker, that's a no-go. You got to wait it out. Wait until it, it, it almost seems counterintuitive. You're like, yeah, but I want a heavy smoke taste. But if you're smoking with charcoal and raw wood, you got to wait until that green smoke is gone so that'll kind of keep you from getting that bitter taste it's got some st- notes like that in here though we're going to drop this in i'll put a link to my buddy casey if you want that uh again just uh, shout out to my buddy he's got a great kit uh but if you want to do this all the notes are going to be in the show notes so you can find those and i would love it if you guys share these pictures on on go wild so we can see if anybody took the challenge and smoked the spatchcock turkey you just sitting there all hungry. You're just yeah, thinking about just it. thinking about turkey, man. You start talking about dark meat and the thighs, and I just stayed there. Oh, we come back next time for Brad, in, in Brad and Jacob's Kitchen, and we'll talk about how to use turkey leftovers. I'm just kidding.
1: We're not doing that. Uh, you just pour gravy on this. You just pour <laughs> gravy on it. All right. Thanks, guys. See you